Hello, family, and welcome back to With Love Jay podcast. I am your host, Jay. So we need to talk. I've realized that I've yet to share my story of who I am and what makes me me. And that's just not fair. So today I'm telling my story. I was a girl who lived a pretty typical, normal childhood. I rode my bike, played Barbie, played Polly Pocket, Easy Bake Ovens, all that stuff. When I was 10, I was baptized because I heard one sermon on the rapture and scared me to my wits. I was extremely sheltered coming from a hardcore religious family. I was shy, extremely introverted, not that pretty. I had Coke bottle frames, terrible acne, wasn't even allowed to have a boyfriend until I graduated. So when I did graduate, I went buck wild. The friendships that I made after high school is what introduced me into promiscuity. Um, I was actually introduced to masturbation when I was about 14 years old. And that craving later later manifested into full-blown sexual perversion. When I was 18, I lost my virginity to a man who was 10 years older than me who didn't even know my name. I had a sexual appetite that couldn't be satisfied. So month after month, there was a new man. When I was 20, I met a man on a chat line. I didn't have a clue what he looked like. I only knew his voice. He gave me his address and I showed up at 10 o'clock at night to this abandoned looking trailer. When I get there, there's two other men there and the three of them sexually take advantage of me. I was too afraid to fight, so I allowed them to have their way with me. And if that wasn't good enough, they also robbed me afterward. I've never shared this story with my family, so mom, if you happen to see this, please forgive me for never sharing this part of my life with you and also hiding it from you back then. By the time I was 21, there wasn't a weekend that I wasn't in the club. I would drink until I passed out. I would drink during the week. I would drink before going to class, drink after coming from class. I mixed painkillers with alcohol, codeine with alcohol. I would drink and drive. I would abuse narcotics every week, faithfully. I would use men for money. Anything that I could get from a man, I would take because I was so used to being hurt that I became the one to hurt. When I was 24, I got pregnant with my son one drunken night after the club. I had no idea that I was pregnant until I was five months. And I believe that God waited that long to reveal the pregnancy to me because I would have aborted my son in the state that I was in mentally. I jumped from toxic relationship to toxic relationship. Being in so many toxic relationships, I allowed my heart to shift from being the victim of the monster to becoming the monster. I became emotionally numb, detached. I was extremely manipulative, extremely deceptive. I lied as easily as I spoke. I developed a narcissistic personality. I began dating a man who I knew was married and he introduced me to hard drugs and I would use them every weekend. The relationship became emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive before it ultimately ended with him going to prison. I then went from the one who was being abused to the one who was doing the abusing. I had poor emotional control. I was impulsive and I could blow a gasket in zero to 60. In 2018, I moved out of state knowing that if I stayed in my current state that I would just end up going right back to that person. Then I drove 20 hours from Texas to North Carolina. In the first three months of being here, I met a man and fell head over heels. He sweeps me off my feet. We move in together after only knowing each other for three months. We're living in sin, shacking up, fornicating, 
doing everything under the sun. We're smoking together, we're drinking together, we're taking trips and planning to do things as normal couples do. We're literally an arm span from being married. Then the pandemic happens. The world crashes and our relationship crashes with it. And it sends me into one of the darkest seasons of my life. I began searching for every method to find healing and that's when I find myself in new age spirituality. I began practicing witchcraft. I began seeking out mediums, tarot readers, psychics, energy healers, learning black magic. I began manifesting and learning how to do spells and candle magics and rituals. Then I go into a deep state of depression and I send my son away to live with my parents because I was emotionally unstable. During that time, I'm completely alone. I am here in a state where I had no family, no friends, and a broken heart. I contemplate suicide and I had a plan. I make the attempt to do it, and then I imagine the pain that my son would live with if he had to learn that his mother was never coming back. And I drop to my knees, bawling, crying for hours. In my darkest hour, I cry out to God, and he comes to me, and he comforts me. And I remember feeling such a presence of calm and comfort over me in that hour. And in that moment, I decide that I'm gonna fight just one more day. So I do, and I begin seeking true relationship with him. I threw away everything that I had practiced in witchcraft. I renounced every sin, every soul tie, every spiritual covenant that I entered into, and I came to full repentance. I surrender my life to him, and I begin to fall in love with God in a way that I had never known him before. From being baptized to 10 years old, to now being in my 30s, I had never experienced a true relationship with God. I began praying to him and asking him for healing and asking him for deliverance from all of the strongholds that I had ever lived with. And he begins to renew my mind. He begins to set my heart free. See, I was living a life that was leading me straight to hell. I was the adulterous woman. I was the drunkard. I was the glutton. I was the wicked person doing detestable things. But God snatched me out of my mess and made a message from it. And through it all, he preserved me. Of all of the relationships that I had been engaged in with men, he protected me from diseases. He protected me from becoming an addict. He protected me from jail sentences. But most of all, he preserved my mind from going crazy. The world had a chokehold on me and God set me free. See, I don't care. See, I don't care what nobody says. There ain't no mess that God can't bless. He can take your world and literally wring all of the wickedness out of it and still use you. He used me, the most unqualified person. But now I have purpose. Now I know who I am. Now I know who God says I am. Every name that I used to be called, I don't answer to that anymore. The only name that I answer to is the name that God gives me. I am who God says that I am. I am free. I walk in freedom. I walk in liberty. I am redeemed and I am restored. And if he can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. So don't ever let, don't ever let anybody tell you that God can't use you, that God can't take your pain and give it some purpose. I thank God for my pain. I thank God for every relationship that was broken, every closed door, every no that he said, I thank him for it because it put me in this exact moment. It doesn't matter what anybody says about you. The only name that you ought to be listening to is the name that God gives you. The Lord is calling you home and is ready to use you in a mighty way. Your life means something. You are worthy and God has a plan for you. 
He wants to give you a clean slate and redeem you and put a price on you that no man can buy. He wants to renew your mind and give you his name. Answer the call. He stands knocking at your door, but will you answer? Two years ago, if you would have asked me what my life would look like today, I would have had a very vain, self-focused answer for you. To literally step back and just reflect on the transformation that God has done is mind-blowing. Like, who am I that he would love me so much to pull me out of my darkness, to teach me truth, to give me purpose, to correct my heart posture? All the pain makes sense now. The pain always had purpose. The traumas I went through, they all make sense now. The failed relationships make sense now. Every door that was shut makes sense now. And it was bringing me into this season of my life to be speaking and using my voice for the kingdom of God. The season where the works of my labor are about to harvest. As the Bible says, going from glory to glory, realizing that my life was always about more than just me. And that calling was on my life 32 years ago, just as it is today. And I didn't even know it, but the difference is that this time I answered the call. In 2020, I was living a comfortable life, working as a nurse, traveling from state to state, making a good salary. Standing in the face of COVID, unprotected, serving my community. In 2021, all of that came to an end. The government that once called me a healthcare hero in 2020 was the same government that gave me an ultimatum. And you all know the story about that. If you go back and listen to some of my earlier episodes, I was all over the place crying every other episode, <laughs> you know, but still holding on to my crazy delusional faith. I walked away from my career as a nurse last year, the place where I found my identity. But God gave me a new identity, his true identity. I'm not just a nurse. I'm not just a mother. I'm not just anything. I took a crazy leap of faith and I bet it all on God and he hasn't left me hanging at all along this whole way. Do I have the income that I desire? Absolutely not. Last year, I exhausted all of my savings and was living below the poverty line. Nobody had a single clue. Food stamps, government assistance, literally just living from one day to another. But I was content even through all of that because I know and I knew that God was gonna be a provider and he still is a provider and he provides my provisions. He says that the birds, they neither reap nor sow, nor do they stow away their food in barns, but the Lord provides for them. So if he does that, for the very birds, how much more will he how much more will he do for me? How much more does he love me? This is crazy big faith. 
He said, don't worry about tomorrow, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Today has enough worries of its own, so don't stress over tomorrow. God is moving in a mighty way. I walked away from a life where I lived comfortably. The Holy Spirit was prompting and pulling on my spirit. There was a sense of urgency to get into work in his kingdom. And I answered that call. I stepped into this kingdom position and I will never look back. This is the only job that I clocked into and I have no intentions of ever clocking out. I am a permanent employee. Just go ahead and promote me, God. I'm ready for my promotion. <laughs> and, and pretty soon, if the Lord allows, this is what I'll be able to do full time. This is where I thrive. This is where my heart lies. And this is where my passion lies. This is my treasure. Working for the Lord. If, if, if every day I could wake up and just talk about Jesus and vlog and create content and write and never have to worry about money, I'd do this for the rest of my life every single day. And I'd be happy and I'd have peace. I left comfort to step into purpose. And there are so many others in the body of Christ who have the same passions. You have gifts and talents that the world needs to see. You have a voice that the world needs to hear. You have a story and a beautiful testimony that can change someone's life. And sometimes we just need people on our team. Sometimes we just need to find our tribe. People who are striving to serve God. People who can love on us and speak life into us. True sisterhood, true friendships. And with that being said, I have some super, super exciting news. My sisters in Christ are doing something amazing over at the Joy Revival. So the Joy Revival and and I, I plead with you to please go check out the website. It's www.thejoyrevival.com. The Joy Revival is a community of women who are like-minded, who love Jesus, who are choosing to serve God and choosing joy every single day, no matter what's going on in the world. It's a community of women who are coming together to lock arms with women all around the world and spark revival. It's a community of women who are coming together to be a tribe amongst ourselves, to, to walk with Christ, to have community, to have closeness, true sisterhood, and a real hand in each other's lives. And to just be there for each other, to be a shoulder to lean on, and to have encouraging conversations and growth and everything that just brings joy to your soul. It's a community of hope. It's, it's wellness. There are dance nights. There's going to be an annual retreat, which I am so excited to be looking forward to. There are deep dive Bible studies. Um, there's gonna be coffee conversations, uh, wine not nights, joy bingo, which was so fun. Journaling. My sister Stacy, she has a prayer journal and it's called Rooted for Jesus. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be codes for swag and merchandise. There's going to be health and wellness courses. So many things. 
It's one big community of like-minded women who are choosing joy in the Lord no matter what. And we need that because the world doesn't give us that. We can make friends in the world, but they're not going to point us back to Jesus. We can have relationships and form bonds in the world, but they don't always glorify God. You deserve to be a part of a community that loves you and wants to grow with you. And friends, it is catching fire and it is going to be big, big than any of us could even imagine. And I'm blessed to be able to say that I'm a part of this community as well. It's gonna be big. This is what women need. We need to be pulling away from the mindset of the world and shifting into pressing into God. Nothing about what's happening in the world right now is easy. It's hard to look at. We look at the news and we're reminded of everything bad that's happening in the world. We look at social media and everything is pulling us away from God. But we need a community of people who can just be that arm that we lock with, where we know that there is happiness, where we know that there's hope. And I am excited. Like, <laughs> I cannot hold on to my britches excited. That's how excited I am. And I am excited to announce that this community, the Joy Revival, will be hosting its first virtual conference. And the theme is hope. And guess who's gonna be a speaker? Just guess. <laughs> yes, me. Eight amazing Holy Spirit-filled women, including myself, are going to be on the lineup of this conference next month. The dates are June 10th and 11th, but I don't wanna spoil it for you. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll the promo clip for you. Stay tuned. We are a world divided by politics, by medical choices, by race, by religion. Where do we go from here? Is it possible to find joy, hope, and peace in spite of our circumstances? We believe you can. And that is the whole mission behind the Joy Revival. And it starts with hope, the Joy Revival virtual conference. This is a movement, a movement to help people find joy again to restore faith in humanity. We can be the change that we want to see in the world. But there is hope. There is hope. And it starts here. It starts now. I am locking arms with some amazing Jesus-loving women, and we are going to speak life into you to help you find clarity and purpose through Jesus Christ. The word revival literally means to improve the condition or to strengthen something. And this June, I'm teaming up with a tremendous amount of women. I'm joining together and banding together with other Christian women who are passionate about Jesus and the hope that is in Him that we'll be sharing with you during this virtual conference. I am beyond thrilled to be a guest speaker among women all over the world who are choosing joy, just like myself, at the Joy Revival Virtual Conference. I'm stoked to announce that I'll be leading you in worship and speaking at the 2022 Joy Revival Conference. My heart is to see women raised up in boldness, raised up in the truth and the hope of Jesus Christ 
putting aside comparison, lifting up the name of Jesus. Now is the time to come together in love and unity and receive the joy that comes only from Jesus Christ. See you there. And I cannot wait to be with you this June at the Joy Revival Virtual Conference. Nothing brings me more joy than to connect with people and talk about Jesus. I'm thrilled to be locking arms with these amazing women who love Jesus. Joy means to rejoice and revival means an awakening. By the grace of God, I am who I am. Aren't those words to live by? We live in a pretty crazy world. But the thing that brings me joy is serving others and loving on others and speaking life into people from every walk of life. We are going to talk about foundational truth of who we really are from a foundational lie. And maybe it sounds like this, a whisper in your head that tells you, you're such a mistake. We can replace that with a foundational truth that you do belong, that you do have purpose, that you were never a mistake. I'm gonna be sharing about how to find and express joy from the inside out. I'm so thankful that I have a God who loves me in perfections and all, that I am beautifully and wonderfully made, as are you. There are some of you who may be going through the hardest testing season of your life. It's no accident you are watching this video right now. If you are looking for a sign or something to let you know that God sees you and God hears you, well, consider this your sign and do not hesitate to sign up for the Joy Revival Conference. Instead, fix our eyes on, on above and the things that are excellent and praiseworthy. And that's exactly what I'm gonna be speaking on at the conference about how our joy and our godly contentment need to be based on our Heavenly Father above, not on our temporary circumstances here in this world. And so I'm so excited to pour into each and every single one of you at the conference. I will see you on June 10th and 11th. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy, and we are the co-founders of the Joy Revival Movement. Our hope is that this virtual conference will transcend into your local communities. That people will begin to understand that true joy, true peace, and true hope can only come from the one true King. You can find your tribe here. Take a journey of faith, community, sisterhood, and growth, and all things that bring our souls joy. We cannot wait to see you in June. We cannot wait to speak life into you. Please join us for this conference. See you in June. Go get them. Go get your tickets. Go, 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 go. You have to come to this conference and join this community. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> okay, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you, but I am encouraging you because every single last woman who is going to be speaking at this conference just has so much to offer, so much to give. And not just not just each of us individually, this community has so much to give, so much to grow into. Like Stacy, my good friend Stacy, she's the co-host and she is literally a businesswoman powerhouse. She's got a digital media company. She is a videographer and a photographer and she has a real estate company. She started like four businesses from the ground up. Then there's Season, who is a guest speaker. She's a radio host. She's a performer and an author. And then another speaker, Julie, she's a marriage coach. And she's also this amazing artist. She's got beautiful work that she offers. And there is Valerie, who is another amazing speaker. 
and she's a Christian entrepreneur. She's in the business of helping other women and other individuals transition their careers into faith-based careers. And she also podcasts. Then there's Chelsea. She's a personal stylist and a wardrobe designer. And then there's my beautiful friend, Liz Guest, who is a total prayer warrior powerhouse. And she's in the lives of those who are incarcerated doing prison ministry. Then Michelle, she is another prayer warrior, prayer, I cannot say that, prayer warrior powerhouse. That is too many Ps. <laughs> Michelle is a prayer warrior who just has this gift, this beautiful gift of intercession and singing. Can I just share this story with you real quick? I'm just going to steal two minutes of your time. So as this, as this conference has been coming together, us ladies have been meeting from time to time um, to do prayer calls and, and things of the sort. So the literal first meeting that was put together for us, I somehow, because all of us are all over the world, somehow I had written down the wrong time zone. So the meeting that I was supposed to join on the very first day where all of the women were coming together, we were all gonna be getting to know each other and just kind of introducing ourselves to each other. I somehow missed that video chat. <laughs> I had my times mixed up. So I had to join the video chat for the next day. And on this next day, um, there's a different group of women and Michelle is one of the women who's on this prayer call. And we're all getting to know each other, we're sharing our testimony and um michelle looks at me and she says jay i just want to pray for you because i feel like the lord wants to do deliverance on you right now and and just a few moments before she had said that another one of our sisters ashley was like i normally don't do this i'm normally not an emotional person but i can just sense the spirit of doubt right here in this room right now and we need to pray against it so we literally just go into prayer and michelle is praying over me i'm crying i am literally bawling because the day that this happened was it was a very hard day for me i was struggling i was literally holding on by the skim of my faith there were just things that that were happening back to back to back and um, it was a tough day, but I pulled myself together and I came in with a smiling face as always. And it was like the Holy Spirit just spoke to Michelle and Michelle takes one look at me and she's just like, Jay, I just want to pray for you. And she's praying over, she's praying over me. We are all crying. And I am telling you, the Holy Spirit is just moving because never in my life had I ever experienced anything like this? And it wasn't an emotional experience. It was a divinely guided experience. So to say that God knows what you need exactly when you need it, to say that would be an understatement. But this woman was so just, she was so sensitive to the spirit and uh, she is truly just a blessing. And um, she's gonna be a phenomenal speaker at this event as well. And I I'm just excited to even be 
a part of this. And to be able to be locking arms with these women who are just amazing, phenomenal people. And then there's Ashley, like I just mentioned, who is this bold firehouse of a woman who's also a Christian coach and an author and a podcaster. And then there's my beautiful sister, Megan, who is the other co-host. And she just does all the things. And she's an amazing woman. She's a mama of four. She homeschools. She homesteads, which I can't wait to homestead one day. And she has a farm with her family. She teaches wellness and holistic living. And all of these women are just so gifted and resourceful. And sometimes I feel underqualified standing next to these women. But this is revival. And, and this revival is not just for you all. It's not just for our community, but it's for us too. This is for the body. There is a spirit of boldness that the world needs because we need Jesus, period. We need mercy. We need grace. We need hope. True joy that only comes from the true source, and that is Christ. In a world and a society that seems to be crumbling and falling apart at the seams, we need hope. The world needs a reason to have joy again. No matter where you are in your walk, no matter where you are in your walk of life, you need encouragement and love, and you deserve to have life spoken over you. Believe in your heart that there is a greater calling on your life because there is. Every word that the enemy has put into your head about who you are is a lie. I rebuke in the name of Jesus every lie that the enemy has ever told you about yourself. He is a liar. God has called you to live a life of freedom. Your past no longer matters because God has said in his word that he has a plan for you to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. And guess what? We are all imperfect women, but we have found the light of life in the Lord, and our lives have never been the same. So this June 10th through 11th, we are coming together to spark true revival in the world again, because we need it. If you're feeling lost in life, come. If you're needing to be reminded of just who God has called you to be, come. If you're needing something to be joyful and hopeful about again, come on. What are you waiting for? <laughs> You don't have to have it all figured out. This event is going to break chains. This event is going to shift the lives of so many women all over. We will speak life over you. We will pray over you and we will truly get connected in your life. That's what this community is about. We are aiming to lock arms with women all around the world and bring true community and sisterhood. If you've been looking for your tribe, this is your sign, sis. And this is a virtual conference, so don't worry about being camera shy. You just leave that right up to us, okay? <laughs> but tickets are on sale now. I encourage you to share this event with a friend. Go buy a ticket for a friend or, or, or buy 10. <laughs> share this with your church, with your community. We need our sisters. 
We need you to be a part of this movement of restoration and revival. Don't second guess it because there are no coincidences with God's will. The website to register is www. Gosh, what are words? <laughs> the website to register is www.thejoyrevival.com. And if you're listening to this episode on a major platform like Spotify or Apple, then you should be able to click the hyperlink in the episode description and that will just take you to the website. But that is all that I have for you all today. Thank you all as always for your listenership and support. Your support truly means the world to me. Um, The next episode is going to be a good one. I'm going to be going into a deep dive into the Jezebel spirit and who was Jezebel and what is the spirit attached to her name. Um, A few episodes back, I believe the title is called The Modesty Dilemma. Um, And in that episode, I explained to you all that I would be doing a three or four part series on modesty. So it's only right that before I go deep into that teaching, that we get some historical context from the Bible. So come back, turn on your podcast notifications so you can be notified when new episodes are uploaded and uh, you can stay up to date. And family, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, can I keep it real? (laughs) As time approaches on this conference in June, my time in the day gets cut shorter and shorter. I know that in the past, episodes have been uploaded every Tuesday, every week. But just for the next few weeks, there may or may not be some inconsistencies with that. So please forgive me in advance. Um... I am on multiple platforms. I'm on TikTok, Insta, YouTube, and now doing some rebranding for my website, which I'll tell you about later. But yes, please just bear with me. I am going to keep the episodes coming. I'm going to keep the content coming, but there may or may not be some inconsistency with posting dates. So please forgive me in advance. Um, All of this is going to come together very seamless and very orderly very soon in the near future i can guarantee it Uh, so that is all i love you so so much and i want you to know that you are beautiful and wonderfully made and your life matters so go out there be good to yourselves and be good to others because a little birdie once told me that everything you do you ought to do it in love so once again i'm your host jay with the with love jay podcast And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.